This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. We all have opportunities and obstacles in our lives, blessings and burdens, advantages and disadvantages, and it can be a lot to navigate it well. And so often, I mean, don't we all try to keep it inside? We try to handle it all ourselves. We sort of buckle down and push through it, feeling like we have to do it all on our own. Well, not only is that exhausting to try to do it that way, it's also unnecessary. That's why today I want to talk about the next money moment of counsel. My doctor tells me that by the time I start feeling thirsty, I'm already dehydrated. See, it's the same with your wise counsel. Often, I believe that by the time you get around to asking for help, you've probably needed it for a while. You may even be thinking about something right now in your financial life that said, man, I could really have used some input about this earlier. Guys, seeking, listening to, and taking action on wise and faithful counsel. It is paramount in all areas of our lives, but I find it holds a special place with our money and our wealth. You know as well as I do, it is a primary topic throughout the Bible, over 2,300 scriptures dealing with variations of the topic of money and acquisition and resources and wealth. The need for counsel is repeated over and over throughout the Bible. Here are just a few. Proverbs 11:14 shares, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 15:22 shares that without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. And Proverbs 24:6 shares that for by wise guidance, you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Did you notice the common thread through each of those Proverbs? Each one, not only did it talk about counsel and counselors, but it talked about more than one. It talked about an abundance of counselors, but it's not just about having a lot of counselors and a lot of advice. The Bible tells us we need a certain type of counsel, certain characteristics that bring forth certain Results. James 3, 17 to 18 describes this godly counsel perfectly. And it says, But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. I love that word picture. But where do you find these wise and faithful counselors? Well, not to oversimplify it, but I believe that there are three primary sources of wise and faithful counsel, and God shows us exactly where to look. Source number one is prayer. Jesus himself gave us the model to follow as he was continually seeking the counsel and wisdom of God, his Father. If you've listened to other of my podcasts, you've probably heard me say this quote from Oswald Chambers, that prayer is not preparation for the greater work, that prayer is the greater work. 
Prayer undergirds our walk with Christ. It aligns our hearts and minds with God's heart and minds. And I believe that it puts us into the proper position to make much better choices. And not just choices about our money, but all choices. That's one of the beautiful characteristics of prayer, that it permeates so many areas of our lives, even when we may not be praying about that specific area. Guys, we have direct access to the creator of the universe, his son, and the Holy Spirit through prayer. James 1.5 shares that if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. We get to talk to God, share, listen, praise, lament, confess, thank, admire, intercede, and oh, by the way, we can talk to him about our money and the way we think about our money and the way we use our money, and the problems we're having with our money, and the blessings He has provided through our money, and how we are to give our money. And then we can sit still and listen. One of my favorite proverbs when it comes to the idea of prayer and plans, not only about our money, but all areas, is Proverbs 16, 9, that says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. What better way to talk through our confusion, ask for confirmation, get affirmation about what we are thinking about with our money choices than through prayer. Source number two is His Word. Is there a greater resource than the Bible itself? Over thousands of years, it remains true, trustworthy, and relevant. And when it comes to money and the, oh, I don't know, 2,000-plus number of scriptures about money, and by the way, most of the scriptures about money aren't hot tips about how to make more. Most of them are around the topic of be careful. Proverbs 119 verse 105 says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That picture of God's word is so personal and it's so present. His word is right here in the moment. It's right here illuminating my feet and it's illuminating the path that I'm on right this moment. And then finally in Psalm 1 verses 1 to 6 Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The power of God's word in our lives as a source of counsel is unprecedented. And I just encourage you to spend more time with God through his word every day. And source number three is his church, the body of Christ. When we look around at those around us in the body, counsel and counselors are all around us if we look around and know what we are looking for. 
Proverbs 19.20 shares, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. The people to do this, who to give us this counsel, are right around us. And I find it primarily in two groups of people. The first are those that are around us personally. Well, the first place to look if you're married would be your spouse. This is the one who likely knows you best. If I haven't said it before, let me say it now. God talks to me through Anne. I can count so many times when I was wrestling with a topic, a question, a challenge, and to be able to share it with Anne and have her give me the answer that I know was from God. It is an incredible gift. And then also close friends, close friends who have seen you live through the good times and through the challenging times, and the very close friend who may be a truth teller. A truth teller is someone who loves Jesus more than they love you. You can count on them to tell you the truth and not sugarcoat everything. And they will tell you the last 10% that most people will not tell you. That is wise and faithful counselor. And let me encourage you, if you don't have a truth teller in your life, go find one. Be on the lookout for it. Pray for that person in your life that you can rely on and bring into your life And of course, your pastor, your shepherd, your Christian leader, who are you listening to to grow in your faith? Well, if you are in larger churches, now you may not be able to meet with your senior pastor, but are there other community pastors or lay pastors available to you? Look around, get to know them, seek them out if you need their counsel. And then of course, I call this person the sage. You know this person in your congregation, in your church, or in your community. You've seen him or her at church. They're the person with the Bible that's taped together with duct tape, you know, post-it notes sticking out everywhere, highlighted passages on every page. Their Bible is well-worn, and you would probably find their knees in similar shape from their prayer life. And let me add one other person into the conversation. If you have a close friend, think about creating a money buddy. This is a relationship with a close friend where both of you share something about your finances with each other and ask for prayer and accountability. An easy place to start is just sharing with each other where your biggest challenge is. Uh, Maybe it's spending. Maybe it's not giving enough. Whatever it is, make a plan together, pray together, and just touch base a couple of times a week to be encouraging and supportive as you bring accountability to each other. All right, the other area within the body is the professional advisor. You see this throughout the Bible, and I won't go into too many examples, but think about King Nebuchadnezzar asking counsel of Daniel. Think about Pharaoh asking counsel of Joseph. I can give more and more, but you get the idea. You need professional expertise on top of personal expertise when it comes to counsel. See, you want to add that professional counsel into your life that draws upon God's word for financial wisdom, and it results in a peacefulness that flows into your financial situations, enhancing a life of righteousness. See, that's the professional advisor counsel that I pray each of you would have in your life right now or that you would make plans to find. Look for professional advisors and financial advisors who can share and provide spiritual wisdom with you on your journey. 
Look for advisors who hold educational designations like CFP, which is a certified financial planner, and CKA, which stands for Certified Kingdom Advisor. And if you need to find one in your community or a nearby community, go to kingdomadvisors.com for some ideas. Seeking, listening to, and taking action on wise and faithful counsel is paramount in all areas of our lives, but I find it holds a special place with our money and our wealth. It's a primary topic throughout the Bible, over 2,300 scriptures dealing with variations of the topic. Remember that your battles with money are spiritual battles, and spiritual battles are fought with spiritual weapons on spiritual battlefields. And just like my doctor told me not to wait until I'm thirsty to drink some water, don't wait until you need counsel to get it. Master the money moment of counsel through prayer, God's Word, and the church, and you will consistently be adding a powerful resource to not only your financial lives, but every area of your life. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.